Welcome to the Your Data Driven Podcast. If you like the show, please visit the website, yourdatadriven.com, where you can find motorsports resources to help you set up your race car, master data analysis, become a better racing driver. Welcome to episode two. My name's Samir Abid. Today I'm talking again to Andrew Cohn Ray, but this time we're not talking about mental performance, we're talking about money. Andrew is about to start his racing career, yet he has managed to raise a significant amount of sponsorship money. How's he done that? And what can you learn? Try and raise some money for yourself. Let's find out what Andrew has to say. Welcome back, Andrew. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you are in the world. world. (laughs) So following on from that super insightful first episode that we did together when you were talking about the day job, the mental health, the the positivity around bringing a mental attitude towards your racing, and actually your own experiences firsthand or the the beginning of your own experiences firsthand stepping into the world of racing. Uh, Absolutely fascinating. And if if, uh, any listeners haven't haven't heard that episode, I'd I'd recommend popping back and and, and giving it a listen. Today's conversation is slightly different. Uh, Whilst we addressed one elephant in the room last time with regards to, I would say, a pretty old-fashioned attitude towards mental health in terms of motor racing, the other elephant in the room and an elephant in the room in motor racing. The other big one is money. Yes. So how do people fund their racing? And I have been absolutely impressed and staggered by your story, Andrew. And I, I'd just like to sort of share today some thoughts around how you've gone about doing what you've done, which you can explain in a minute. But also if, if there's some takeaways for people, because I would say in general... 90% of people who race, certainly as a hobby, don't think about raising external money or they wouldn't know where to start with raising money to help them race. So can you explain what, you, what you've done, given the fact that you, you know, your situation with racing and everything is, is quite new as well? Yeah, definitely. So I'm, I guess on one hand, I'm quite fortunate in that because I work with a lot of businesses doing sort of mental performance within businesses and teams and things like that. We have a lot of access to to companies, to businesses. And what I've done is put together a very simple kind of partnership opportunity PDF, a document um, outlining the, the key things have been my own personal journey, um, what I plan to do, and the value I can hopefully bring to the businesses by them getting involved. Now, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of I guess, like we say, elephants in the room, misconceptions on the right way, the wrong way, and the best way. Um, the biggest thing I found to making this happen has been, and through the conversations I've had with the people who are now partnering with me, is that the feedback has been they're more they're they're more committed to the journey as opposed to putting a sticker on a car. And that's been so, you know, when you see on social media, all these drivers saying, oh, you know, if you give me this, we can put this sticker, this logo, la, 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 la. That's lovely. But really what 
I'm finding businesses are more interested in is your personal journey, your personal story of what you've been through, what you're going through, and where you're planning to go, if that makes sense. So kind of the start, the middle, and the, the finish. Can, um, can, I just, can I just say it's a flag for the purposes of the audience? Um, uh, you recently got your race license. You have yes. never entered a, a, a race um, uh, other than some go-karting. Um, yeah. you, you don't yet have a racing car unless it's been delivered in the last couple of days. Um, and yet you have, you have actually successfully raised a significant amount of sponsorship money to, to, for your racing, towards your racing. Now, you're obviously yeah. giving a lot of value for that. But, but the, yeah. I just think uh, just a, I just think it's staggering because perhaps the perception in the paddock would be that, well, only the people at the front who have the most exposure are going to be of any interest um, mm. to a sponsor. And actually, maybe our series is that sort of small that, you know, and it hasn't got massive coverage. Who's going to want to? Who's going to want to see um, our stickers on our car? You know, how are they going to get? How's a sponsor going to get a return from investing any money in their racing? So they probably don't even look. So it's obviously about a lot of self-funded stuff. Yet you have gone. Um, actually, no. There's an opportunity here to help other businesses and, and, and to help help yourself in terms of funding your racing. And yeah. and you and not only thought about it like you and I are having a chat in the pub. You've actually gone out and you've actually raised. A significant amount of money towards it. I mean, this is yeah, definitely. It's yeah. My I think my racing, you know, the season this year is going to cost um, around forty thousand pounds, and I would say a good ninety five percent of that is is already in the bank and paid for, um, as such. And the yeah, I completely get what you're saying around. You know, I'm racing in a wow. in a novice series. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's um. It's, it's a bit crazy, isn't it? They're kind of, it's like they're... Well, you don't know any different, like You duck. possibly don't know any different. But like everyone now yeah. listening is going, he's done what? Because yeah. like, I would say, a, you know, it depends on what car you have, but, you know, a season's racing, from a lot of people, is, is, is actually a lot less than that amount of money. And um, uh, obviously that's another thing about communicating that with with um everyone in your family and your wives and better halves and stuff like that. but it does cost a lot less than that but you know it's still that, a significant amount so and you've raised yeah, a huge amount of money definitely yeah and it's it's yeah and i don't i'm, I'm kind of seen it quite humbled and you know i'm very lucky that i'm in a position where i can offer more back than just putting a sticker on the car and that's kind of how you've got to i think that's the best advice is to think around what you can offer businesses now i um because i'm doing workshops because i'm doing keynote speeches because i'm doing executive coaching sessions all of these services that i would normally charge for there's ways of kind of tweaking your proposal or your partnership opportunity proposal document whatever you want to call it and say you know how about if i offer you um, you know, what I've done is I've, I've put together three, three tiers of levels of sponsorship. So like, uh, you could call it a gold, silver, bronze, or a first, second, third, or whatever you want to call it. Um, and then what I've done is, is made sure that obviously there's more value per, 
per tier. Um, so the first one would be something like, um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head what it is, um, but I would say I would offer your business a keynote speech, say. Now, ordinarily, I would charge you know upwards of two, three thousand pounds plus for that um, for that that speech um, to talk about my journey, my mental health journey, and the work I do and the people I work with. So right there, I've got a you know I've got a winner because somebody's going to get a an hour or an hour and a half keynote speech and time time with me for for you know for putting a sticker on a car. In effect, it's like a trade off, isn't it? Um, and there's things you know. Because my race car is road legal, I can take my car to um, I can take my car to the event. So people are going to see their logo on the car at their head office, at their at their office, at their factory, at their conference, or whatever it is. And then you can invite the press along. You can invite the local press. You could you know you could, if you've got a press or PR guy or, or company. Um, you know, you can get them to, you know, really push that for you. So you'll get all the local press people there. Um, you could do a Facebook live. You could do a social media live type event. I mean, this is, I, would a big say, deal of it. I would say for 90% of people listening, this is alien stuff you're talking about. This is like, this is just what? Okay, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. it's great because it's like, oh, just get a PR company. People are like, you know what? Um, unless they work in PR, you know. That. Yeah. It, it, this, this is kind of, this is kind of new. Uh, and 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 you make it sound very simple. Um, I think uh, it is simple. You've just it is simple. Really? If um, I think it is, I think we, have, just we just haven't a, thought of it. <laughs> well, we probably just think it's not for us. But we can be. We are our own. We are our own PR company as such. Everything we do, we've got to be. You know, I've got to be really careful as a human being what I put on social media. You know, if I put something on my on my personal, you know, social media channel, I've got to think that potentially those people reading it are going to be potential clients in some way, shape, or form later on. So, you know, if you promote yourself well, um, people buy into that and people like that. And you know, I, I think we are our own we are our own PR company. You know, even even sat here now, I've got a branded T shirt on, I've got a branded cap on on the desk, I've got my branded notebook and everything else. So everywhere I go, I'm I'm PRing myself, I'm promoting myself, and you've just got to put that into a racing a racing world. I'm sure if you if somebody you know those of you in business or whatever will have your your elevator pitch down to a T. You know, if you're a salesperson and you're selling ice to the Eskimos, you know, you've got your patter down to a T. You've just got to transfer that patter, that elevator switch into a racing world and get people to buy into you. Um, because, you know, there's nobody sat in an office right now going, do you know what I want to do? I want to give £10,000 to some chap who's had a mental health problem, lost his brother to suicide, had a stroke. And, you know, I want to put my logo on his race car. There's nobody thinking that right here, right now, anywhere in the world. But what I've got to do is go and get that message out there and go, you know, this is my mental health journey. This is what I've been through. I want to go racing. 
I want to, you know, I've, I've got a five-year plan of going from Noddy Novice to hopefully an LMP3 driver at a Le Mans series or, or actually, you know, Le Mans race or something like that. Um, so I put this plan together. I've got this journey of how I can go from nothing, you know, zero to hero. Do you want to come on board with that? How cool is that going to be? And along the way, I'm partnering the other key thing I've done, which is good if you guys and girls listening can do that, is to, if you've got a personal story, um, it's kind of tapping into a, it's tapping into a charity that works in that world. So as, as I said, I lost my brother to suicide in 2012. So I've partnered with a, a national charity called SOBS, which is Survivors of Bereavement Through Suicide. And so partnering with them, what I'm going to do is raise awareness and talk about, you know, the mental health elephant in the room in the motor racing world. So, you know, it gives me an op- it gives me another platform, if that makes sense, to share my journey on and it's a it's a win win because a charity is going to benefit from my social media presence and all the PR stuff that's going to come with it, um, and it also gives me a platform to talk about suicide and, and losing my brother. So it's a win win all round, and that partnership hasn't cost me anything. All it's going to cost me is putting a sticker on the car, which isn't that expensive. So it's a win win. You get the the backing and support of a charity, and you're promoting your journey as well. If that makes sense. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a great stage. So I'm just enjoying listening, but, listening to your words really about it. But I um, think the difficult thing is, is that we all don't have an extreme journey that I've been on as such. But we've so, all, so that was basically we've where all I was got a come, story. I was yeah. going to come to, you know, what, how, does it have to be, yeah, so you, you, you've kind of pitched in the, the journey, um, which, yeah. you know, which we talked about. Uh, a little bit before, which you're know, probably part for today on this podcast, but it's a fascinating story, and, and um, uh, you know, I totally get why I get you, and I get why people would would love that. Um, but but in terms of the the audience who don't necessarily, like you say, have that same you know story as well, they do have something mm. of value to offer. Um, of course, yeah. So how so, 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 that? So say say uh, I race with I don't know accountants and farmers and um, uh, people who have no you know uh, sort of interest in, in cars necessarily other than their racing. Um, so what how, how could how could my accountant friend, for example, um, what 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 ideas would you give to him based on yeah. your experience of what worked in approaching companies? Yeah. So I would um, the way I would kind of sell it to my accountant um would be the opportunity to you know obviously get involved in my racing and my journey but also the the networking sorry, element if, if the accountant was the driver yeah, so so you, like oh, imagine sorry. flipping it yeah so like from your experience of like what's kind of worked and what hasn't worked when you've talked to people in terms of trying to yeah uh, encourage them uh, right, and get yeah, them sorry, yeah, I'm getting the wrong end of that one. Yeah, so it would be, um, I would look at the the kind of the networking opportunities that are available to those businesses. So if okay. you can invite your, if you could invite prospective companies or, you know, as an accountant, if you could, you know, if you can invite some of your customers along to a race weekend experience, how cool is that? Um, it's depending on the the kind of the racing you're doing. Um, you know, the racing I'm doing is going to support the British GT package. So it's kind of it's not the the top tier of racing in the UK, but it's there. You know, it's, it's good good standard. So you're going to have 
all the nice Lamborghinis, the you know the Aston Martins, the McLarens racing around, the Bentleys and stuff like that. So it's kind of giving them an opportunity to get in the paddock with you and network and talk to other like-minded people that have got an interest in you, if that makes sense, because you never know what business is going to come come from it if that for them you know so potentially they might um you know you might invite your farmer along who meets um an accountant or meets a i don't know a sign writer or meets a um a printer or something like that and then that farmer might think oh actually i'm due a new uniform now who can i use oh i met this guy that was at the racing who knows andy um i'll use his services because you know, and then it kind of it barrel rolls from them. So you know, somebody's got some work out of something, and it's you know, it's it's a really nice, friendly way to do some good networking with with like minded people, and kind of do business with them, which is great value add, um, I believe. And um, and that's the kind of stuff that you know. Um, and what the other thing I'm putting together is kind of little mini um, little mini newsletters, little mini e-booklets, if that makes sense. If I'm yeah, inviting yeah. if I'm inviting ten different businesses along, what I'm doing is is giving them sort of um, a quarter of a page each around who they are, what their business is. So that kind of takes oh, away that okay. awkward, you know. Oh, I don't know what you do because you're all, you know. Yeah, how do you know an accountant is an accountant until you ask him? Apart from they normally wear grey and they look a bit dull. But um, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are some exciting accountants out there. Um, well, the accountants have just turned off. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always good to offend somebody during the day. An accountant, it's your turn. Um, so yeah, it's good to um, you know. But how do you know what that person does until you go and ask them? And you're not necessarily going to go and ask them. So if you know who's in the paddock with you and who's supporting this car and driver, again, you've got an instant networking. You can put their social media stuff on there, their websites and stuff like that, and then away you go. You've instantly created a you know a nice little family support group around you. What about? Um, I just want to jump jump in a bit on that because um, you've chosen a, a series that that does have it's not it's not you know it does have that kind of environment. Uh, other 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 race environments are quite um, a, a step down from that, so they don't they don't um, the, the, mainly the people there are competitors um, mm-hmm. or friends and family of competitors. So. Um, so that experience, you know, so if they invite, you know, a whole load of corporate sponsors along, they might be anxious about that in terms of, you know, um, whether or not that would re- they would really get the, the the value. Is there something you, you you talked about to me about seeing something outside of the race weekend as well? Yeah. So, yeah, I, the other things you can do is offer, um, you know, do, do some track days, do some hot laps with your clients, get them along. Um, one of the companies that's sponsoring me is going to use sort of myself and the cars for their client days. So we're going to um, we're going to uh, do some stuff at Brands Hatch. So we'll, you know, we'll hire a room, we'll have our own garage. I've got a simulator guy coming along. Right. We're going to wow. hire a couple okay. of cars. Yeah, yeah. We're going to hire a couple of cars that they can drive. So we're putting on a full-on track day. So basically this company will invite 20 of their clients along or prospective 
clients along. Um, we'll start off by doing a simulator session around Brandshatch in my car, so they can get a you know a feel for the course, a feel for the the circuit. Then they'll jump in with some instructors, some instructors, and they'll do. Um, I think they're going to do some laps in a Lotus Elise and a Caterham Seven. So they'll have a you know a tin top and an open top experience. So they'll do their own driving, and then. Um, They'll jump in a car with me, and um, we'll show them what we can do. And it's kind of so it's kind of a three a three part day um, that gives them a little bit of you know virtual reality stuff on the simulators. They can jump in a car and drive, and then they can go fast in a race car. Um, but there's also you know there's a meeting room, so they can do their their smoozing and their deals or their meetings or whatever they need to do. So it's a great value add, and it's very different to what normal businesses are doing because um, you've got a great opportunity. You're going to have some costs off the back of that, but I guess as long as the margin is in there, um, the, the, the contribution go, go, goes towards the, your Yeah, your, you charge it back to your client, don't you? So you say, you know, this is the level of sponsorship I need from you. And then so that's, that's the thing you've got to do is not get tied down to, you know, I offer three tiers of sponsorship. So say... Um, 1,000, 5,000, 10,000 pounds. But what my client has come back to me and said, he says, I like that, but actually what I want is this. Can you price it up for that? So what I've gone away is and then gone, okay, well, if you come on board at this level, I can put on these track days at a cost of, um, and it's, you know, all it's going to, you know, I think those days are, they're around seven, eight thousand pounds for the day, I think, all told with food, you know, everything laid on. Oh, so it's high, high level, yeah. Yeah, so these are big, you know, these are big, big, well, it's not big, big corporates, but they're big corporate companies who want to invest, you know, so seven, seven, eight thousand pounds for an away day as such isn't that bad in the grand scheme of things, you know. Um, one of the guys I was walking, working with was charged, um, they went to the rugby at Twickenham, and I think for hospitality, um, they were charged about five hundred pounds a head, give or take. Um, wow. But this day, this day has come in at around three hundred and thirty a, a head, and they get a whole day as opposed to a ninety-minute game of rugby. I think it was a three-hour experience, so it's actually a lot cheaper than what some companies are paying, and they get a proper thrill, you know, a proper hair-raising experience, especially when they jump in with me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I smiled when everyone smiled when you said that bit. I mean, like we're just we're just yeah. going with you, man. We support you all the way. Um, yeah, yeah. The the you know you just you look after them and you want to get everything back in one piece, like, like of you said before. So um, I've got to drive the car home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, <laughs> but the, so that's fascinating. So I imagine people listening now would go, well, actually, I could probably do that. Maybe not at that scale, but I could certainly do something along those lines. And, yeah. and even if they're raising like less money than than, than you have, it would still be a contribution yeah. to a massive, yeah. And what a great day it would be, you know. So what does so it cost unique. to jump? Definitely, yeah. And and why are you not doing it? You know, is probably my question. Why are you not? So you, you know, you get a track day. It'll cost you, I don't know, two hundred quid to do a track day. Bit of you know, bit of fuel, um, tires, or whatever else you're gonna, you know, put your costs in there. Then. You know, you could offer your, you know, you could offer your time for free as such, um, because if you think about it, you're getting a day in the car, so you're getting a day's testing and stuff like that out of it. So it's a win-win-win, really. Um, you know, and then it's just, you know, 
cover some food. It doesn't have to be high-end hospitality, even if you just <clears throat> buy everybody lunch while you're there. I think um, what, what you've done there is quite good because part you know you go to the track and you want to well possibly want to have a driving experience. Um, yeah. I, uh, getting people to drive your race car is, is oh, that's not going to happen. Yeah, and and I think most people would say that. <laughs> Some people listening might might only have one seat yeah. in their in their race car, anyways. Um, there is that as well. Yeah, yeah. So, but you've, you, the way in which you folded in, right? Well, well, we'll hire some cars and we'll do the simulator. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And it's speaking to the racetrack. So I've just spoke to the people at Brands Hatch and really? said, Look, "I've got twenty. Yeah, I've just spoke to twenty. I said to Brands Hatch, you know, I've got twenty clients coming along. Um, I want to run my race car, but I want to drive an experience for them. What can you do?" And they've come back and said, "Right, we can get you two cars. Um, we can have, you know, you could have five cars. You can have one car." whatever you want, um, you know, how much is that going to cost me? And then they kind of put the package together for you and say, right, we can give you two cars, um, you know, brilliant. hospitality, a Absolutely room. Absolutely brilliant. They, yeah. do, they do. So I've treated it as if I was hiring a corporate event yeah. as such, if it was yeah. my business's corporate event. And I just said, I want to put my car on as well. They're like, yeah, that's no problems at all. And then they just charge you the track fee. You'll get a garage. You can put your simulators in there. It's just tapping into – it's just – I don't know. It's just thinking about it slightly differently. And okay, if your car doesn't have, if you've only got one seat in your car, well, still take your car along and let them see it, the logos and stuff like that. Get some photos with it um, and do it that way. Give them an experience, um, if that makes sense. But it would be tricky if you're in a single seater, then you're in your Formula Ford. It's going to be quite tricky to get somebody in. But, um, you know, you can have the car out on track or you can just have it in the garage, have it there so people can sit in it, you know, because, you know, there's nothing more enthusing and inspiring than sitting in a race car. Um, you know, I think about my five-year-old, you know, he sits in a touring car at weekends when I'm working and he's he's loved it. You know, he's got the bug. And if you can get somebody in business into your car so they can see what it's like, what you go through, the smell, the feel, the, you know, put the helmet on, put the gloves on, you know, that's really exciting stuff to some people. We take it for granted. We do it every weekend. Um, but to these people, it's a different environment to work and competing. So just having it there so they can see it, touch it, feel it, stuff like that is, is it's worth a lot more than you think. So how do you, how do you pitch, how do you pitch that? Because someone might go, oh, I'm not really interested in cars. It's, yeah, I've, you know, it's, is it about Again, the cars or is it about no, the equivalent no. of jumping, you know, doing the bungee jump? I think it's people buy into you. That's the key to this. People buy into your journey. Um, you know, I've got an architect company coming on board. They're not petrol heads, but they want to support me to do what I want to do. Um, and that's been through things of, you know, I've done a keynote speech for them in the past. I've done a talk at their, um, at their sort of their annual conference. And they really get what I'm doing and what I'm trying to achieve with the message of going racing. So it's almost like it's not actually about the racing. It's about the journey of how I can talk about how I've had some, you know, mental health problems, suicide in the family, you know, things like that, and how I've gone on to do some racing. But it's it's a bit like Muhammad Ali's quote around Lance Armstrong's book around it's about the bike. You know, if any of you know that story where you know, where Lance Armstrong said it's not about the bike, but for Muhammad Ali, it was all about the bike because his bike got stolen and that's how he took up boxing. So it's kind of, it's it's not actually about the racing. 
it's around the the journey to do the racing if that makes sense yeah um it's it's about the, the human being they're buying into that's the key to it and that message that you'll deliver and promote in terms of outcomes from the other end i mean what do you think those those people are going to take away hopefully they're going to have you know hopefully those that come and watch the racing they're going to see the highs and lows of it that whole emotional experience that goes with it the winning the losing um you know the being around loud noisy cars and things like that um the opportunity to network with other businesses the opportunity to kind of show me off to their clients maybe to kind of promote what they're doing within the paddock um you just never know who you're going to meet in in a race paddock you never know um and then also, also the other social media stuff. So I'm going to do a lot of video blogs, a lot of blogs and social media content for them about the journey and the racing. And if people wanted to see that, who are listening, how do they, um, how do they find you online? Yeah, again, so um, if you're not following me from the first podcast, why not? Um, but um, <laughs> uh, Especially the accountants among you um, that have switched off and are now slating me online. My, 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 my fragile um, follower base have all unsubscribed. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Apologies around that. Um, but yeah, come and find me at um, at 1404 Performance. So that's at 1404 Performance. Um, and all the racing and stuff is, is going to be through that channel there. So um, come along and enjoy the journey. And you'll also be able to see how I've got to where I am now, if that makes sense as well. So... Um, because wow. you're kind of catching it just as I'm starting racing. So, um, yeah, it's, it's that's all good. This is fantastic. I, I just think, um, you know, it's just lovely to hear uh, such a refreshing approach to to this. Um, in my experience, money is not talked about. Um, and, you, you know, if you, if you, if, if it's almost that, that attitude, you know, if you need to ask how much it costs, you can't afford it. But everyone, I think, inside is thinking, ouch, you know, this is quite, this is a pricey sport. And um, if you can get someone else to pay for it for you, then, well, surely that's, that's going to be better. Um, of course, yeah. And I wouldn't go, you know. But they wouldn't know where to start. So you've given people, I think, some brilliant yeah. pointers. But just yeah. don't get bogged down on the logo on the car, on the sticker of the car. You know, if your car's doing 130 miles an hour, nobody's going to see your logo. Um, so don't worry about it. It's more about the journey and the person that's driving that car is important. And, I and think the stuff you can offer off track. This is it. It's the stuff you can offer off track. And, um, you know, even if it costs you something, you can still do it at a margin. You've yep. got this unique opportunity to uh, provide racing, uh, a window into the world of racing that, um, people will be very interested in. Yeah, of um, course, yeah. And no matter what level, you know, it's almost like sponsoring me to do a, you know, like the dad's race at school, isn't it? It's um, it's very, very low level compared to Formula One racing or racing in an Olympic stadium, but it's kind of getting on board, getting people on board at the beginning of your journey. And if people buy into you, you've got to start at the beginning, which is a dad's race. And then hopefully in four years' time, you'll be in an Olympic stadium. One last thought. Um, who, who do you think people are? So, so say people are listening and they've been, I mean, you're sort of self-employed, um, but, but people might have a job. Uh, so how would, what would you suggest in terms of um, who they would approach uh, in that? So, we'd, you know, would you suggest they go to their own company or do you think um, reaching out to other, other businesses of some scale? In the, in the local area or 
Uh, so of course. Happens. I mean, yeah. Why not? Yeah. So speak with you. Probably want to speak to marketing, advertising, PR within your company if it's big enough. Um, yeah. They would be a good place to start. But it's um, always, there's always like a professional development bit around this, isn't it? You know, there's different hmm. budgets that businesses have. Away day budgets. You know, so you've got the promotional yeah. side, but you've also got the internal uh, yeah. corp, corporate entertainment. Uh, not corporate entertainment. Um, staff. Uh, what they call them team bonding days or whatever yeah team know, building whatever. days away days there, there, there are yeah. different pots within businesses aren't there that, that people are using so you've got the marketing yeah. budget and they're going to say well where's the return on investment how many how many eyeballs are we going to get and then you've got that's, yeah. the, that's the one thing which people may maybe put off by but then the other one is like well yeah we've got a team of 10 or 15 uh, we're looking for uh, an experience um, and you know what can you provide uh, it's, a yeah. slight, it's a slightly different uh, proposition. Yeah, it, it is that. It is that. You, you're, you're not twisting it. You're just tweaking it, aren't you, to see yeah. your audience. So it's kind of, if you can think, um, you know, I'm thinking about one of the other packages I'm offering. So I'm, I'm doing this this client day for them where they can smooth their clients and get them along and show them what they're doing. Uh, we're also doing a kind of an internal team away day. So again, a very similar thing, hiring a car, just one car this time. There's only about 10 of them, I think 10 or 12. So we'll hire in a car. We'll have my car. We'll also have a simulator there so they can have a go. But then in the afternoon we're running a, um, we're going to run a sort of a high performance workshop for them where we'll go. So that's the other beauty of what I do is I can offer that, that special kind of um, that workshop or session um, as but, well. But I imagine I'm just I'm just thinking off the top of my head here. Like, so say say you you work in IT, and a lot of people yeah. uh, I race with work in IT, and they'll be listening to this thinking, well, it's all great to me, but I don't talk, I, you know, whatever. But I I wonder whether if you if you if you work in IT, you could do something along those lines and sort of say, right, okay, well, we'll get you guys along. Um, and then in the afternoon, we'll do some kind of coding workshop or something like that, or something to do yeah. that, that is really relevant to whoever it is that's going to be there. So that they're adding, the, it's a major sports theme, but then they're adding some educational piece to it. Or, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. It's that, um, again, you could put on any kind of workshop for whatever your, your business is involved with. And I'm, I'm not technical enough to understand the IT industry. So I just put one foot in front of the other for a living. So, you know, that whole technology <laughs> stuff, there must be, you I'm know, if, about. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't get your wealth, Sunil, which is why you help me. It's, it's a win-win. Um, but it's, um, you know, what about if you've got a, you know, if you want to launch a product or something like that, you've got an app that's launching or you've got a new um a new system launching in your it world why don't you combine it as a launch day as a promotional day and and if you can tweak that kind of launch into a motorsport world that involves your car you're on to a winner and it's just it's looking at things very very differently and it's just not asking for a thousand pounds to put a sticker on the car it's around what can you add value to your your own internal business but also think about who your clients are and who your colleagues are and what would float their boat and what would what would get them to buy into this journey and this crazy idea you want to spend X amount of thousands going racing a car. Um, and that's the key to it, I think, is that doing something different and looking at it differently and then go to your bosses and going, you know, we've got this launch coming up. How about we tie it in with, you know, a track day or something and I could take my car along and we can do this and, you know, or you can just have your, your team meeting or your your 
your team conference at the racetrack as opposed to hiring a hotel and you know because it's a change of environment isn't it and that's going to get people excited you know if you know you're going to a conference in a hotel you know it's just i've just got to get through the four hours they're talking at me then i can hit the free bar and it's all good but if you've got it in a different environment you're going to be you know people are going to be a lot more creative they're going to be a lot more relaxed and they're going to be thinking differently and feeling differently and things and it just creates a much more positive positive world and um you know if you're in a business think about who your clients are uh, what other companies feed into your business is there something you could do as a you know as whatever it.com is and whoever feeds into them as a way of entertaining and promoting what you do and selling your wares to them in a different world without just getting them in a in a room with four walls and trying to sell them an it product um so just thinking very differently and thinking outside the thinking outside the cockpit is how we're going to phrase that one, rather than outside the box. Yeah. So, so summing up, summing up, I think the, the well, there's several amazing messages really coming through this conversation. Um, uh, number one, like, what have we all been doing? Like, not you, but all of us <laughs> who've been racing <laughs> for a long time. Like, why haven't we done this? Um, number two, it's it, this isn't just um, crazy ideas. You have real money real money has changed hands you are your first season is basically paid for um, which 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 is a lot of money right um the we've we've talked about the ideas of 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 why people might want to do that and and like you made the point it's not about putting stick on a car it's not necessarily about pitching something to the sales team or the marketing team of a business, it's a it's possibly more about the journey and that internal benefit that yeah. the business would have in terms of coming on board with you, um, almost like staff motivational thing, um, yeah. as well as as well as the opportunity to potentially do some networking at a at a race. Mm. Um, but but the but they're, they're they're not there for that. They're not there as a networking event per se. They're 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 not thinking. You know, they're not judging it on on that basis alone. They're saying, well, we're here anyway because of all this other value that you're offering. Yeah. And and yes, and and the icing on the cake would be, yeah, we can land a three hundred grand deal with someone we didn't know. We weren't likely yeah. to meet, and um, you know, that's obviously more than paid for you know, the whole thing and everyone's a winner. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's, uh, um, you know, it's like the season I'm in this year is on the GT package. And when I progress into next year's season, the season after, I'm then on the back of the touring car package, which is all televised and, you know, on ITV4. And then you've got a much bigger offering and opportunity to the clients as well. So kind of getting them on board when you're sowing the seed. And then, you know, once you flower in a couple of years' time and you're on big stage, then... Well, ironically, ironically, I think the... the um the message, the core message won't change though. Like, so you're not selling the sticker, are you? You're still selling no, the journey. Too. Yeah. Um, and the fact yeah. is that you're in a, in a more, you know, hopefully in a more higher profile series in the future with the telly, yeah. the, you know, that's, that's all icing on the cake for Definitely. them because, because they're still getting all these other first-hand experiences. They're still getting yeah. immediate value at, at an yeah. internal individual level, that's not true. just in terms of like perspective sales. Yeah. Um, and that's the value add, isn't it? That's the that's the winner. Definitely, yeah, absolutely. If you get on the program and it's on telly, bonus. You know, Ab- absolutely fascinating, Andrew. And, I, and well, I think um, 
just tell us one more time where we can get you online. I just want to wish you all the best. And this is, you know, we're, we're going to follow your story. It would be lovely to have you back on the podcast and um, to, to give us an update and keep us, um, keep us, uh, you know, let you know, let us know how you get on, really. No, that's right. Yeah, and I'll come back to apologise to all the accountants among you. Um, so yeah, give us a follow at fourteen oh four performance one four zero four performance. Come and say hello. I'll follow you back. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm not that rude. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, make sure if you haven't listened to the first episode, please, please do so and listen to. Um, it's equally fascinating in terms of Andrew's day job. Um, but uh, on this one on, on sponsorship, and I think we're all motivated now to go out and well, what can we do to raise a little bit of money to contribute towards our racing? Um, I think we, you know, I think we should we should be going away and immediately immediately trying to do that. So um, thank Definitely. you, thank you for the inspiration. No, it's a pleasure. And I think just one last thing: don't mm. worry if somebody says no. Don't get to. I've had a lot of no's for a few yeses, so. Try and understand why they're saying no. And then if you can tweak your proposal to meet some of their, maybe it's actually a thousand pounds is too much. Well, how about 500? I could offer you this. So if you get a no, try and get the feedback why. If you don't get a job, what's the feedback of why I didn't get the job? Exactly the same mentality and mindset. And then, um, you know, no is no. That's fine. Don't, you know, doesn't mean you shouldn't keep going and keep plowing because you'll get a yes eventually. I can assure you of that. Well, I think that's, that's a great final point because um more uh, no's than yeses yeah because uh, you know if, if you if you don't run your own business or, you, or you're, you're not exposed in that way if you if you you know if you're not putting yourself out there all the time getting getting those knockbacks can be very difficult um and um like you say don't, don't take it personally i think that's, no, that's the message right. and just just plow on it but make sure you take the feedback on board like don't be you know definitely if yeah awesome they're saying you're like you're being unreasonable then that's a different feedback to that's not really for us because you know we definitely we're not into motorsports or we or, or whatever no that's right that's right so yeah we we lose we lose more races than we win so we'll get more we'll get more no's than yeses so keep working at it absolutely fantastic well thank you genius thank you Pleasure. very much mate. And, speak um, to you soon yeah bye for now yeah, we've just got to go out and find some money now. It's, no, I've got really no excuse. Um, do it. Do it. Yeah, I've got to. Cool. I'm going to hear all the success stories. <laughs> all right, buddy. Okay. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye. Bye. Wow. So we really have no excuse. How someone who has no racing experience can raise that much money. Hopefully, there's some great takeaways for you there. And if you're anything like me, I'm off to try and work out how and where I can raise even a few pennies towards this season. Best of luck and let me know how you get on. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and visit us at yourdatadriven.com.